Hello, everyone. This is John from Latherhog, and here we have Gerard from uh, West Coast Shavings Daily Shave, as well as Hey Gerard Shaves on Instagram. Hey, what's say up? Hello? <laughs> hey, what's going on, everyone? Thank you for having me, John. Oh, my pleasure. And what we're doing here, guys, is a bit of a wet shaving video podcast. So uh, I've had the pleasure of talking with Gerard, um, mostly on Instagram, uh, at just about various shaving topics. We have a lot of overlap. We also like cooking and food. So uh, we thought we'd maybe try to spin it out into something um, a little more interactive, uh, a little bit topical as well. So you know, this is episode zero of a eventually you know, titled program. We'll, we'll think of something <laughs> pretty soon. And um, what we want to start it off today was giving a little bit of background on how we got into wet shaving. Um, so, Jared, I wasn't sure if you want to, but it makes more sense for you to go first at this point. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, I think like uh, many shavers, uh, I primarily got into it because I was just sick and tired of um, spending so much money on cartridges um, I think at the time, um, I think it was the Chez Quattro or whatever was after the Mach 3, you know, and I just didn't want to spend uh, $20, $25 on four cartridges. And I'm not really a fast grower as it is. So, um, but I do have to shave somewhat, you know, frequently. Or, and, and so um, it just wasn't a pleasurable experience. So I ended up looking on some stuff. Um, ended up journeying over to Amazon and uh, picking up the Mercure 23C. I think I had I got like a hundred pack of uh, Derby Greens and some Ferrasso, and that's pretty much how I got started. And that was in 2011. Um, I actually can still look up my my original order from then, so that's how I know that's that's how long I've been doing it. And then since then. Um, I pretty much shaved with just that uh, for probably at least like five years because I just wasn't interested or actually I wasn't even aware of like uh, like the artisanal scene or, or that, that there were different companies and artisans out there making brushes, um, soaps, splashes and, and uh, men's grooming products. And then um, I met uh, Abraham, uh, who a lot of people know in the community, um, also worked for West Coast Shaving. And He's the one that uh, introduced me to to the entire world, and it either all went uphill or downhill from there, depending on uh, which way you want to take it. <laughs> and so uh, he also asked me to, to um, do some of the West Coast Shaving Daily Shave videos when they launched that series, and so I've been doing that. And uh, just a couple months ago, um, decided, you know, like, you know, I kind of want to maybe dive in and see what else is out there. So that's when I started the Instagram account because I wanted it separate from the personal account. And I kind of used that, you know, focusing on that for, for the hobby. Awesome. Well, I think uh, my story is very much the same, even to the, uh, what year I started, I believe it was 2012. And same thing, I, I do keep my kind of order invoices. I'm pretty sure it was 2012, uh, which was uh, the order for my first razor, uh, Macora 34, HD, right? mm -hmm. HD 34C. <laughs> I was, yeah, <laughs> I was get those um, backwards. But same thing. Uh, I don't have to shave a lot, but probably average every other day. And it was always uncomfortable. So whether it was, I think I used a 
one of the mock series as well. It was like orange and blue. It looked, it looked a nice enough razor, but the cartridge never gave yeah, that fusion. Oh, okay. It's been so long, but yes, the, uh, the, the Gillette Fusion. Or on alternate days, I'd use a uh, electric electric razor, and that just always always had razor burn, even though it's like, oh, you know, there's not much stubble or whatever. So got pretty tired of that, and then came across an article on a blog that I I haven't read in a while, but I was reading regularly at the time, which was the uh, Art of Manliness, and mm-hmm. I. In talking with other folks, uh, they pointed to that article, uh, How to Shave Like Your Grandpa, um, and how they got into wet shaving. So that really piqued my interest um, pretty quickly and enthusiastically uh, dumped cartridge razors from at that point. Uh, The brush, as far as brushes, and this is a topic we both like talking about, but um, my first brush was the Vanderhagen Boar Brush, which came with like a soap bowl Soap bowl and brush, and that that got me, you know, got me through for the most part. Were uh, they selling that on uh, on Amazon, or did you get that at Target? No, I found it at a local pharmacy, which oh. was a Rite Aid. <laughs> a Rite Aid, I still go to. Um, that since become a Walgreens. So yeah, oh. I, I was lucky. I was lucky enough to find a set. They only had a few on the shelf, and um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that's really stocked at Target or even the other stores anymore. Um, as far as what's available in the brick and mortar. So, you know, that was kind of my setup and also very similar to you for about a good, like two, three years, I had that brush, that razor, and then I settled in on, um, Parasso green, but the Parasso green that's made for, uh, what do you call it? Uh, bath and body works. So the, the CO Bigelow, um, oh, CO Bigelow in green, the tube, green tube. So, so you the know, eucalyptus tube, and menthol toothpaste, toothpaste, yeah, tube. toothpaste looking tube, but that really did the trick. And uh, at that time, I think I experimented with other aftershaves and, and other things. And it didn't take until I hit some forums and message boards uh, online that really opened up the world. Eventually, once I hit uh, soaps, uh, it kind of went all downhill from there. <laughs> it brings us to today, where I'm you know, still, still really interested in seeing what artisans have to bring to the table. Um, much more interested than what's in much more variety than what's available over, you know, over the, I keep wanting to say over the counter, but you, you know what I mean? In, in brick and mortar stores. Yeah. In other places, things like that. In other places. And um, as many people, you know, um, who, who follow me on YouTube or Instagram know, scent is a big portion. And I got into fragrances via wet shaving. It was through that aftershave journey for, I tried a lot of the old school aftershaves. I'm like, this just, it smells too uh, too old old for me, but it got me more into colognes, which you know there's uh, just, just much more wide variety of of styles and whatnot, um, and that continues to today. Nice. So, yeah, that, that's that's how I got into it. So now that we shared a little bit of our backgrounds, kind of where we're coming from, how long we've been uh, into wet shaving, uh, the topic for today is uh, I feel like a lot of folks are talking about it. A lot of YouTubers have been giving their thoughts on it. And that is the Gillette Heritage-inspired safety razor, double-edged safety razor. Mm-hmm. So you've seen this, right, Gerard? What, 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 yeah. what are you thinking? Um, well, first off, uh, I want to say first I'm glad. Okay? So um, I, from what I understand, for those of you that don't know, um, Gillette has not released a safety razor probably in over 30 years or if not close to it. 
Um, and so this kind of just popped up, I believe, I don't even think they did an announcement. I just think it showed up on Amazon and someone saw it and then word got around, like, is this real? Was Gillette really releasing this razor? And um, yeah, I, I'm glad they're, they're doing it because truth be told, they don't have to. I mean, they're making money, I think, no problem with the cartridges. Um, I think you might see like, like, I think there are reports that, you know, sales are somewhat down uh, and, and whatnot. But that doesn't mean that, you know, this is going to pull them out of the hole. So um, mm -hmm. I'm glad that someone up there said, hey, uh, let's try releasing a safety razor and see what the response is. And I think the first batch, like, ran out, like, within a week. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and then they had to, like, do another reorder. And so you can get it on there for 35 bucks. I do not have one. Um, I've thought about it, you know, but I, if I was going to get it, it would strictly just be for nostalgic purposes. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I, you know, I don't know if I'd use it um, on the daily, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely like a, a fan. Even if I don't have it, I'm a fan that they're, you know, dipping their toes into the water, if you will, you know, as far as safety razors and traditional wet shaving products are, are concerned. Yeah, I think I'm very much in a similar camp in that, I'm not looking to, um, well, first, I didn't, I didn't pick up this razor, uh, not yet at least. Uh, I think the most attractive part is kind of the throwback old school appeal of the case itself because everything, you know, everything that's been said about the razor is that it is a German head, whether it be a mule, recur, either way, it's a familiar, it's a familiar style. It's, uh, a lot of people are bummed that it's not a reproduction of one of the existing Gillette you know, the very iconic Gillette models, whether that be a tech or, a, you know, a, a twist to open. <laughs> a twist to open, I think the wet shaving for uh, the world would have just like, their minds would have been blown if a, if a twist to open, a new twist to open hit the market. Um, but I very much think, the funniest thing I came across is that they used Amazon as a Kickstarter <laughs> to, to yeah. figure this project and to, proof, you know, kind of a proof of concept kind of thing. And, and it's true. There's no marketing. It's total word of mouth. But it, with zero marketing, like how much you know people are talking about. It, imagine just like if one ad had dropped for it. I, I can't imagine. I mean, it, it might have confused like your your average oh. person not to what you like. What what is this? A single blade? <laughs> so I just thought of this just now. Can you imagine? Because I mean, they just released it for the holidays. Mm -hmm. But can you imagine Super Bowl time comes around? And all of a sudden, you see a Gillette commercial where they go through and make some of the other ones. And at the very end, the last racer they use is that Heritage Edition or another one that they use. Yeah. I, I would go. I'd be like, dude, what is going on? What is going on? So. Right. And, you know, from last year's Super Bowl, they already have a little reputation for controversy. So why, 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 not, why not just continue that trend <laughs> with, with going old school? But yeah. um, I do think it's... Uh, if it keeps selling out and, you know, I think traditionally uh, these razor sets with the cases and whatnot were, you know, it, that in itself is a throwback in where, oh, you know, buy, buy your father, buy your, your brother, whatever, your loved one, a new razor, this new Gillette in a fancy case and everything like that uh, around the holidays. So, I mean, I, I think the timing of it's pretty, pretty cool. And uh, I'm not sure what I'd see because I, from what I understand and from everyone trying to produce a twist to open razor, 
and that, that's why I really want to see it too. <laughs> but for them to produce a new one with uh, the cost today, I don't even know how much it would be. If it would be just like above $50, I'm not sure because you know, how many they would make at a time. Um, if the interest is there even to make you know, like, like thousands of them. I think, I mean, for 35 bucks, you know, um, for the one, the, the heritage inspired razor right now, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much the sweet spot because I think they realize that's pretty much what the going price is for most, uh, equivalent razors, you know, whether it's, um, uh, like number four thirty four C it's I think around 40 bucks. Uh, I think you yeah. can get a D 89 for around that as well. Like that's sub $50, you know, like range. Sure. Um, you know, if you're going to go above that, like you'd better, you know, it would be, it better be special, you know? Um, and at the same time, I think, uh, because again, people that are probably on Amazon are doing the same thing that we did, you know, all those years ago, just typing mm-hmm. in, you know, traditional razor or safety razor mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Gillette just wants to be the first one there. They don't want, you know, the the 34C or or the or Edwin Jagger to be that first person in the slot, right? You know, um, but but again, like let's see, let's see what happens. If this is just a one off and they're just like, okay, we're happy that we sold it, and then they just walk away, then they just walk away. But I have to, you have to figure that you know someone over there that they're just like this already sold out once. It's mm-hmm. probably going to sell out in the second batch. Like we may have like rediscovered something here and it's like, yeah, that people don't want to spend $25 on four cartridges. 20. If you're a, if you're a Costco or Sam's club member, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Totally. And it is funny to think, and um, uh, the, the, the cartridges, obviously it's, you know, it's not the razor handle, right? Where the, the cartridge razors, razors are uh, a source of uh, source of income for them. So it's supporting a safety razor, kind of shooting themselves in the foot, right? And I, I don't think so, because as of right now, it is still kind of a niche thing um, where, where people who are really into it are really into it. But I think, I'm sure you've seen advertising where uh, shaving with a safety razor cuts down on environmental waste, right? And so there's this, this green kind of angle that I've seen being pushed, which I think is great. I, I don't think it's enough to push someone totally into it but as far as lists of reasons to you know to do wet shaving i mean it's it's definitely it's not a bad idea i think i mean and this is just again this is just kind of like going off of it because yeah if they they don't want to uh cannibalize their own sales right right so like what would you do like would you come out with like a premium stainless steel razor um and then put it at like you know around the same prices um like a Carve or a Rockwell Success, like that hundred dollar, mm. you know, hundred thirty dollar, you know, like range. Um, make it all new. Make you know, make it something that that people can you know talk about, and then that won't affect your sales for the say the four cartridges, you know, that are even twenty five bucks or or whatever. You know, like you would probably get you know right in the range of enthusiasts. Um, over, over there. 
Yeah, no, that's that's true. I think uh, keeping in mind what are the main what's the main competition, right? And I think if you're going to start somewhere, this thirty five dollar range is is perfect for folks because I, I can imagine picking up a handful of these for people like friends of mine, neighbors, or whoever are getting into wet shaving. It's it's a mm-hmm. perfect gift, right? Because mm-hmm. it holds the razor nicely, holds a tuck of razor uh, the blades rather. Yeah, no, it's really classy. Um, mm-hmm. I forget who sh- who who it was. It was I don't know. There was a there was someone that was talking about the history of like specifically with packaging mm. and how the the heritage razor it's like probably reminiscent of the 30s and 40s, and then in like the 50s they went to like a plastic kind of hard plastic case, and then I want to say in the 60s or 70s they went to the traditional um, um, like paper cardboard with the plastic see-through and and that's how like their, the packaging was the packaging has gotten significantly like cheaper in quality um you know um, and so yeah like packaging is i think important i think it's something that we all um you know if it can be done at a reasonable cost mm-hmm. you know and, and things like that yeah why not use good packaging yeah I'm curious what your thoughts thoughts are on, um, and you know this could go beyond this razor, but because it's it's brought up a lot, right? So, where's the razor made? It is it's you know it's been said to be German manufactured, and then the case, which I think is for you know for me especially, I, it's a really nice selling point. Um, the case I believe is Chinese manufactured. Do you think you know, in the long term whether it's like the next project or even this this very same one? you know how is how is that affecting like the country of origin like how is it how is it affecting people's you know opinions on buying it um i mean i'll be i'll be honest i think with my wallet first um you know um if you know the if if it's german made you know like awesome if if i knew that it was let's say chinese made yeah, it would probably be a little bit suspicious, you know, in terms of quality control, things like that. Um, you know, um, would it still justify a $35 cost? Probably, you know. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I think with that's just how I lean, um, you know, as opposed to, say, more like premium products where the country of origin definitely it comes into factor. Um, like for me at least. Totally. Yeah. I, I guess since we're a little bit more into the hobby, we kind of know if a razor is Chinese made, right. There could be quality control issues, but also that there, there are only a handful of manufacturers that even um, some of the major retailers and vendors online are using. So it kind of gives us an idea at least, okay, we're looking at between 10 and 30, right? For uh, everything from a a cheap razor to something a little more solidly built. So if we have that as a data point, right, that totally makes sense where um, versus the German razors, the bottom line, it, it is like, this seems like a really good deal for it. And my opinion, the case, I mean, as far as just like those kind of, other similar goods, faux leather, what package, package, basically nice packaging in this case, right? It doesn't bother me that that part is Chinese made. Um, I, I, I asked that question, I guess, because I saw some folks who just wish everything was made in the USA. And that'd be great if possible, but I mean, that would also drive up the that, price. Then we're hitting oh, yeah, easily like $50 or, or more. See, like 
would I, if it was all made in America, would I buy it at 50? Like probably would yeah. I buy it at 60? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if it, would it, going it off. if it said, if it said 69.99 made in the USA, you know, like something equivalent, you know, I, I think, I think they were very smart in, in how they approached it and outsourcing everything um, for making the cost as little as possible. Because I mean, you know, for a fact that, they're still making a profit on this. I hope they're making a profit on this. I would because imagine. Because <laughs> the, yeah. the design isn't anything new. The, you know, um, Like I said, I haven't used it. I know a couple of people that have, and they said it's slightly different than um, the Edwin Jagger DE89, mm-hmm. but it's there is a, just a slight difference maybe in the scallop uh, of, of, the, of the base plate or anything like that, mm. but it's close. It's you know it's close, and if you can get clones of that for say fifteen, seventeen, twenty dollars, you know I guess you know put the Gillette stamp worth thirty five. Is it worth sixty five? Mm. Mm. Right, I, I think so. That that's the, that's kind of the threshold, right? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Even the other day I was thinking about like what are the different price tiers within the commonly commonly available razors, right? So I'm curious to see where you draw the line. But I would say if I'm recommending a so-called budget razor, I think I'm looking at under south of $30 would be a budget Mm -hmm. razor. Anything under twenty dollars is like super super budget razor out of you know some other sub tier there, and then mid range. Mid-range gets a little fuzzy for me, so let's, let's say you know it, it'll be like thirty-five to. I might cut it off around sixty-five, seventy, mm-hmm. and then even you know upper tier once you hitting hit around ninety, a hundred, you know, uh, and, and then I think collectors are like uh, either one fifty or two hundred. I, I I don't have too many, um, too many of the numbers like you know like. Charcoal goods, Wolfman, um, the, 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 you know, those, those ra- the razors in that tier might be, I mean, that's, that, I think that's, that, that's where it kind of tops, tops out, right? Yeah, I think, um, I don't know, but I, I think I've seen like 300, like, you know, mm. uh, in the, the super high, high tier. Um, yeah, I would, I would probably agree with that. Um, I think at, at that point you're definitely supporting. Uh, I, I, we had talked before, and I think you had described it as just basically like man jewelry. Yes. <laughs> you know, at, at yeah. that point, it's like it, functionally, 
if it's giving close to or you know equal to an experience of a significantly lesser razor like why you're buying it because you know because maybe you like the flashiness of it or something like that why like why can why would someone buy a rolex if they could just wear it like a timex like on their wrists it's you want that um you want it for yourself you know and and if you if, if that's in your budget dude go for it go for it i i'm I think uh, both you and I have invested enough uh, in, in software uh, in this, you know, mm-hmm. to where like, oh, okay, that's a three hundred dollar razor. That's only like like <laughs> six or seven sets, maybe, you know, of, <laughs> for me. So, you know, yeah, sure. That's good. That's so, a good way. To, that's a good way to think of it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah I think so. that, that man jewelry, you know, analogy. It, it even the watch analogy. I like that because. Um, you know, we need to tell time. Granted, a lot of folks are using their phones. I still like having um, a wristwatch uh, just because it's so much quicker. I don't have to turn on the phone or pull it out of my pocket or whatever. Um, but then it goes, you know, functionality, right? First versus fa- I guess really fashion. So like with the $300 razors, um, we're looking at like really nice polished finishes, looking at details of the razors that are just purely aesthetic um, and make for a great photo, you know, photo for your shave of the day, um, or, or to do a little, fle- you know, flex on uh, whatever social media accounts that you have. That <laughs> here's the, you know, the fancy razor I use today. But uh, it's it is hard to justify. I, I get I you know um, having razors in that range for, for me at least because I mean we should all spend within our spend within our means. No one should be taking a loan out to get the latest greatest razor or 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 brush but you know what here's the thing if they weren't selling out then they wouldn't make them so you know whether you know it's ultra high premium like all of them they're selling out so who's who am who who am i to say you know like you know like people are buying them at that Mm -hmm. price and so like if props to them If, if they can do it dude props to them let them do it you know, for as long as they can, for however much they can. That that's very true because I think most of the um, the makers it, it is usually a one man operation or a very small small operation. So that that's totally true. Um, it'd, be, it'd I'd be interested to see if the you know above the kind of the top tier above one fifty two hundred range, if there was if supply was not an issue, would we you know will we see them actually be available on the website or is it still, are there enough folks who are just kind of jumping at each release? Uh, maybe. And, and, and I mean, and we're only talking about safety razors, you know, we're not even talking about like custom straights that are out oh, yeah. there. True. True. And, and, and those are upwards, like they'll start in the 400, 500 going up to close to a thousand dollars because that's the only thing that that, custom maker will be working on for like two, three weeks, you know, like if that, so for sure, like, you know, that's like, it's both, it's both functional and, and artistic, you know, because you, you know, that, um, you know, that was literally a, like you said, a one man operation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, the, the stuff is just beautiful out there, you know, like, um, uh, like one of the, and one of the people who's super active that, that, he was actually one of my earliest followers is uh, Max Sprecher. And, oh, sure. Uh, 
And, and I'm just like, dude, I just like love like looking at his stuff, but I'm not a straight razor shaver, you know, not yet. And if I, if I, if, and when I do, you know, like, like, would he probably like be like my, my, my grail, my Holy grail of, uh, yeah. uh, uh of straights probably, mm. probably, you know, um, all the other, you know, there's a couple of, uh, West coast daily shavers that, you know, that use his stuff and it, they, they're just like the, the smile is just like from, you know, from ear to <laughs> ear because they, they love it, you know, regardless of the price, they just know that it's like a fantastic product. So mm. yeah, I think if, if a product is, is, is good, um, there will be a market for it. People will buy it. And if the product sucks, guess what? Like you will find out very, very quickly, you know? So that that's very true. Yeah. If if these things were crap quality, we'd 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 have heard about it because I you know, like any any hardcore um kind of community, any hobby really, right? It's really you have multiple people doing multiple tests, really in-depth thorough, you know, they're trying a dozen different blades in it or even different, you know other variables right that we just there's so many data points that uh i'm at least glad you can make a pretty pretty informed decision if you decide to drop money um on such a big purchase but i i I know we kind of um went off on a little bit of a tangent from the uh the heritage inspired gillette razor but do Mm -hmm. do you have any any kind of closing thoughts um just on, on that release um yeah, just I mean, if Gillette, if someone in Gillette somehow watches this whenever it gets released, uh, you know, good job, <laughs> yeah. good, good thumbs thumbs up on it. I mean, like they didn't have to do it, and they did, mm. and and I I think that just that says a lot. Um, even if it's just uh, for them to you know just test the waters, I I think you know I think it's a good thing either way. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I, I have to say that while it's not a product for me, I'm very happy that this is on the market right now, um, that it's sold out, that it probably is going to sell, sell out again before the holidays hit. And uh, if this opens the doors you know, to additional, even honestly, if it's like once a year and they either reintroduce something or give us some sort of kind of throwback offering, I think that's great. And as I mentioned before, I think I might pick up um, not for myself, but maybe pick up one or two um, as gifts for people. I, I might either, no one off the top of my head right now, but like in the coming year, right, have these kind of in, in my back pocket yeah. to get someone to wet shaving. It kind of takes out. I think it's, I think it's a very thoughtful and very good quality gift um, for people. And mm-hmm. if, you, if you're a person that's, you know, like very new to it, pick it up. Just, yes. just pick it up. Yeah, that, sure. that's true. that's true. If you're yeah, if if you're a beginning wet shaver and are just borrowing hardware looking for razor, I say get it right now. <laughs> get you could it. do worse for you could do worse for thirty four ninety nine. Okay, and then free shipping if you have, if you're a Prime member, which or yeah. have access to someone's Prime account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, uh, thanks for sharing your thoughts on, on that. Um, for viewers out there, if you, you know, if you picked up the razor, we'd love to hear how, you know, you're finding it in your shaves. Um, even if you just have opinions on it, do you agree with us? Disagree? Uh, you know, please be sure to leave your opinions and thoughts in the comments below. Um, I think 
this might be a wrap for our first uh, episode, which I will call episode zero, since a little bit we're just mostly giving a little bit of a background and kind of throwing a little topic here uh, to get the, get things going. Um, so we just want to thank you guys for your time, uh, for watching this, and we hope you'll join us again uh, next week. Thanks and take care.